and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 211 of There's No Place Say Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I'm Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we are bringing you from our socially distant homes. <laughs> from two separate locations. So bear with us if the audio is weird. Uh, SG1, season 9, uh-huh. episode 10, uh-huh. The Fourth Horseman, uh-huh. part 1. Yes. AKA. Yeah. Fucking viruses. <laughs> AKA, AKA. Is this real life? Yes, it is. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, this is AKA, no this fantasy. Is, <laughs> my AKA before things got real weird was just Sam's uncomfortable friendship. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> which now feels so minor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, um, this is, this is just legit. This is the COVID 19 episode that somehow yeah. showed up. In the middle of perfect timingness. AKA life imitates art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, how was your week? It was, you know, a week. About yeah. 18 years long of a week. It does feel like an incredibly long week. It's, it's, I have been more busy than normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know. I'll have to, yeah, isolation, everyone stay home, I'll have all this crafting time. Nope. No, there's been no nope. crafting time. No. At all. Uh, those. I, I feel like for those of us working from home, it's um, just as busy. And I know that we're all grateful to be yes. able to work from home. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be crazy. It's, it's going to be, be weird. Also, um, recording over this distance is also going to be weird because it's like you are on the moon in that there is oh, just yeah. enough delay to be awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm catching the same thing. I don't know what's causing it, but uh, I apologize. Internet. It's because I'm on the moon. It's because you're on the moon. Secretly, <sighs> you have yeah. decided uh, to isolate yourself on the moon to avoid... Super isolation. The viruses. <laughs> uh, you know what we'll be we'll get better at, I think, is not talking over each other, which is part of our charm. But it still. is part of our charm, and in this case, maybe we'll just be talking over each other more because we then cannot hear when the other person is stopped talking. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fun to edit. <laughs> All, All right. the love to Grace. Okay, so. Um, but otherwise, pop culture things, uh, because Disney Plus Gay is deciding, oh, everyone is deciding is to give us movies uh, early. Uh, got yes. to watch Frozen 2, finally. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Um, and then I decided I wasn't ready to feel that many feels this week. And so I got <laughs> mad at it. And then I think I watched uh, The Murder of Lacey Peterson. <laughs> I mean, that's right along the same realm. I just cemented I, my love of Kristoff and Sven. It's basically all it did. Yeah, I decided that Sven is stormy. Oh, yeah. He, of all of our animals, Sven is the stormiest of all. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I actually think this... Kaylee is Elsa. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> just because listen i love elsa uh, i mean obviously anna is my girl <laughs> but yeah i love elsa there's just that little bit of like yeah i'm the queen bitch to her yeah a little sure. bit of energy which is 100 percent kaylee <laughs> i can see that um was it is this already been talked about i imagine by people who saw the movie earlier but i'm shipping honey Marin and elsa Oh, I'm. I had not heard that until you said it, but I'm also hundred oh, okay. percent shipping. Yeah, that. I like it. I forget the other one's name, but Elsa. Honey Marin. Honey Marin. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. That is like one name. That's like one letter away from a bond of girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then. Uh, I finally, well, I've only gotten to see the first half of Westworld last night because I didn't realize it was a super long episode. And I have not gotten to the part with the guest star that I have been waiting for. So I will have a full report on that later. Um, But I think if we wanted to update, because we normally do, on the Dungeons and Dragons. The Dungeons and Dragons. uh, You guys Uh, met the best NPC in any campaign ever. We did. We made it to Candlekeep. We gave them a book to let us in. Waylon was in love because he's uh-huh. home. Yes. With all the books. Um, uh, I almost called her Ellie. Rosie <laughs> lost her shit a little bit and uh-huh. got real uncomfortable because uh-huh. we're talking about the type of demons that she's born from. Yeah, some ancestry back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we met... An interesting flying creature. Uh-huh. The only thing... So we'd met this creature before named Slobber Chops. Yes. Who was a little bit of a weird thing. Um, <laughs> and we were like, we're not quite sure what you are, but you're weird and you're kind of fine. And so this is the only thing in the world that surpasses Slobber Chops in weird <laughs> amazingness. I mean, listen, I will say... Traxagor, who brought Holly, like, who, who, who Holly brought, sorry, he rode on Holly to Candlekeep, uh, is a otter, a living speaking otter professor, yeah. so that is also weird in a different way. It's, it's, uh, very weird, but let's talk about, um, Holly. Holly. Cause she's, what is she, a flying tiny elephant? She's a Holly fan. She's not necessarily <laughs> tiny. I mean, she's like, like her I body. Mean, she's, she's tinier she's than tiny an for an elephant. She's yeah. like the size of a baby elephant. She's like Dumbo sized. Did you see the news story about the elephants that got drunk on wheat? No, in but, like a farmer's yard. No, but I like it. And uh, uh, and they kind of just—I've never seen an, an elephant asleep before, and they just kind of throw their bodies. <laughs> that's and yeah, I was like, oh, that, right. that's that's how I sleep, like yep. an elephant. <laughs> no, well, well, Holly is a Holly fan, so she is a golden feather, f- like furry feathered flying elephant. Little she's tusks. kind of amazing. She's and kind she's, of the greatest. She's like, she is the most good, pure. I believe <laughs> one of the lines that she said was like, they're going into hell, and she's like, well. I mean, if it's the right thing to do, then it's the right thing to do. Oh, bless her heart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Holly. She's the sweetest thing in the world. 
And and your other NPC, Rhea, is about to be like, well, I'm fucking heading into hell. If any of you assholes want to come with me, then come. Yeah. She's just, like, ready to kick some ass. She basically bullied, bully pressured you in. Yeah. I mean, Rosie was down, but the anybody who was on the fence is like, we're gone. She's like, cowards. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys can have, it's a fun shopping episode tonight for you guys. It's gonna be fun. Travel. Everybody's shopping during D&D right now. We did a bunch of shopping last night, too. Yeah, it's a shopping. It's with, a, our, well, with our... I mean, listen, we have to social distance in real life, so your characters yeah. are just going out and doing all the shit that we can't do in real life. Yeah. I did my best to channel my inner Laura, Laura Bailey yesterday and haggled <laughs> for an extra ointment. <laughs> so should I be prepared for some extra haggling tonight? I don't know. I don't know that Rosie's smart enough. Ellie isn't very intelligent, and then she uh, she casted enhance ability on herself oh, and gave herself eagle splendor. Which I do gives think. Her... Do you think the only one of your group here that would haggle anything is Waylon? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know how charismatic he is. Maybe I will have to help him. I mean, he's gonna try. I don't know how he yeah. succeed, but yeah. Okay, we're gonna talk about Stargate. And not Ready? just ramble on about our D&D campaign as we could do for Can hours. Can you tell that we missed each other? I know. <laughs> we're literally, this is the first time we've caught up in days. Okay. It's going to be okay. Okay. Um, September right. 16th, 2005. Ciao. It was written we by uh, Damian Kindler. Uh, Kindler? I don't know his name. Directed by Andy Can't. Makita. I know that one. Okay, so... Uh, guest stars. We have a lot of them. None of them yeah. are necessarily new. We have Louis Gotts Jr. back, Tony Amadola back, or I've been seeing everywhere at the moment. Like everything <laughs> I've watched, he's been in recently. They're older things, Good. but still. Uh, and the singular Mr. Donis Davies. Yeah! For a General brief Hammond. but lovable scene. And Orlin in this episode, because Sean Patrick Flannery wasn't available. Uh, is actually played by Cameron Bright, and his face looks super familiar, but I couldn't place why, even looking in his IMDb. He was an X-Men Last Stand as Jimmy. He was also apparently Alec in the Twilight Saga, but I've never seen that, so this, that would have been, been for me. Yeah. Here's what I think. Yeah. I think he looks a lot like the young Anakin Skywalker. He does, kind of, yeah. And maybe that's why we think maybe he looks familiar. That could be. Either... Or I bet he was in like a Hot Pockets commercial or something dumb. Hot Pockets! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one of those things where it's like, why do I know your face? And it's like he was, he in was a, just in like... It was in a Sunny D commercial. Yeah, exactly. Not the purple stuff. <laughs> so we open the episode with Cam and Daniel heading back, I'm assuming, to the locker room after playing basketball. And to quote Marisha Ray, sleeves are bullshit. Mm-hmm. They've got the quad guns coming out. Like they all do. four of them guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're look it's it's one of those things where it's like both of you guys look very alike. Yeah, yeah, down to like the muscle definition. <laughs> I mean they're the same height, they're the same like built like everything. Just one yeah. has glasses. They lift exactly the same amount. They probably they do. They do the same reps. Probably. Yeah. They they're they're the shining twins. Well, at least they can successfully uh um 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 what's oh the my god word 
for watch. Uh, uh, never mind. My words failed. You know what they could do? Yeah. What they are is they're both sides of Superman's personality. <laughs> That's why one of them has glasses. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I'm on to you, Stargate writers. I know what you're doing. Oh my gosh, that's super accurate. Yep. They're both both Superman. Their powers combined create one Superman. They have Clark Kent and Superman. Clark Kent and Kal-El. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So I broke the code. You did break the code. They're discussing uh, that if the Ori are purely egotistical, then getting the whole galaxy to bow down before them, or as Daniel contends, uh, that like ego and arrogance is all about pleasure in the end, you know, mm-hmm. getting joy from being smarter or better than others. Um, but that makes sense for the Ori, but being ascended, how much more pleasure do you need? Like, us as peoples are like bugs to them. Yeah. How much yeah. pleasure do you get from, I mean, there are some, but on average, how much pleasure do you get from, like, squashing bugs or having bugs worship you? Okay, so let me tell you a little story. <laughs> Yesterday, yes. I mowed our front lawn, and mm-hmm. I cleaned and edged the yard and did a bunch of things, and I found an anthill, and we know how much I hate ants. Yes. The, only the kind that bite, because they're buttholes. Yeah. And they... <laughs> And uh, I kind of messed with their little mound because it was also in our walkway, which yeah. is not okay. Um, so I like messed with their mound and destroyed it and cleared it out of our walkway. And it was so satisfying to watch them all panic, which I think means I'm a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> which I can believe that the priors and the ori are as well. Yeah, that I mean, that is kind of probably what their mentality towards it is. Yep. And so I'm a terrible person. I mean, aren't we all? Yeah, to some degree. <laughs> and that's when they smell something real bad. Ooh. And it's not them. It is SG6 coming back from the gate room. They just spent time undercover on P2X 885 with 10,000 poverty-stricken peasants and one freshwater well. Uh, how, speaking of... And it's 130 as- in the shade. Asking for a friend. Yes. How important is it to shower daily while we social distance? I mean, oh no, we froze. Oh I'm no, back. we froze. My phone rang. Okay. My, oh, okay. My, my phone rang. I'm going to put it on airplane mode. <laughs> the life of streaming. Um, but <laughs> to answer your question, that really comes down to what is the partner you're living with's tolerance of such things. I mean, I think the important thing is that we're learning that you can successfully live your entire life in leggings and t-shirts and minimal to no bra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with minimal on my end. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I wish I was the one that could just be like, I'm never putting on a bra again, but yeah, reality dictates. Otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty, in terms of clothing-wise, I like this apocalypse. Yeah. That's fair. (laughs) So, in the process of mentioning they're going to take a shower before, or or 
sorry, they have to get cleared by Carolyn Lamb before they take a shower. One attempts to make a joke <clears throat> that if they're lucky, she'll give them all sponge baths. And his leader's Yikes. like, yeah, don't repeat that around the general. Yeah. And then Cam's like, yeah, don't repeat that around me. Actually, just don't repeat it ever. How about just don't talk like that about an important person in this or anyone on that base and at least when they split ways mr uh mr bad joke is like what's cam's problem and his leader barnes is like well not only is that comment completely inappropriate but also carolyn is lamb's or carolyn is landry's daughter by the way yeah how about don't say dumb things i do find it sort of like interesting the idea that it's sort of an open it's not a secret, but it's not... It's like an open secret on the base. Yeah. Like, we just don't talk about this. Yeah. Uh, it's Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Emperor's not wearing clothes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Cam yells back asking how the mission went, and it was a no joy. 885 has gone Ori. It's the third planet Yikes. this month. Yay. That's not good. No. On uh, Takara, the prior comes to uh, visit Garrick. Uh, he seems welcome. Um, mm. Garrick's been reading the Book of Origin and seems to really dig it. And the prior convinces him that at some point, some of the prof... It's like the book, it's like prophecy for what has happened to the Jaffa. And Garrick agrees that many Jaffa are without faith or directionless at this point. And yeah, it's like, blah, 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 hallowed are the Ori, blah, Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's not like the Jaffa haven't just, you know, overthrown the whole, like, false yeah. god thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So them turning to Ori may take some time. They're not just going to go for blindly from one false god to another false god. Oh, I'm well, sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Garrick here vows to spread the word of the Ori to all Jaffa. Hello, Garrick. Are the Ori? Yes. Credits. Yay! I am convinced every time I see the credits that something has changed. Every single time. <laughs> I just can't get used to the new ones. So in the briefing room, Landry comes in off a phone call, and shocker, a proposal from Sam is super techno babble and. Almost gives people an aneurysm reading it. So it's you know what it is, and let me tell you because I've been reading nothing but scholarly journals this week because I had to do something, so I finally started working on my final project. <laughs> um, there's a format to how you read those papers, mm -hmm. and KM just hasn't learned it. Or Landry, now, if you, or Landry. If they just called me, I could tell them that you can skip <laughs> a lot of the information to get what you're looking for. Accurate. Uh, yeah. They uh, do take a freaking while, though. <laughs> well, the I mean, the tome that Cam was scrolling through was, you know, quite... Yeah. So, Sam cuts <laughs> to the chase and explains that the research they did in uh, Kalik last episode, they actually think they're close to a technology that would, like, inhibit a prior, limit its powers. Yeah. And and Cam's like, I'm looking for gun. Anti-prior yeah. gun. There's no yeah. gun listed here. He's like, control F, gun. 
God. Zero out of zero entries. <laughs> uh, it was based on the idea that while Kalik was focused on Cam, Daniel's able to just shoot him dead. Uh, and they're mm-hmm. hoping that the Ori altered the priors in very similar ways to the way Anubis altered Kalik. Uh, yeah. And their brains work in the same way, which is a giant fucking assumption that we're pinging this episode on. Yeah. Yikes. Sam and Bill Lee are working on ways to target and neutralize those brain functions using a field generator emitting fluctuating ultrasonic frequencies. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's words. And, I'm just uh, going to say yes. Can't, Sam doesn't want to sound like overly optimistic, but she's like, oh, we could totally have a field test in a few days, which will... I don't think, as we see later, Bill doesn't know that part. No, no. <laughs> I, you know, again, Sam needs to learn the art of over delivering and under. Uh, what's the word? Under expectation. Under promising. Yeah. Yeah. And over delivering. Again, Scotty time. Yes. Uh, which, oh, by the way, in pop culture references, I did watch the episode. Yes. Of, Relics. of TNG called Relics, where he talks about Scotty time, <laughs> yeah. and Jordy's like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Listen. Anyway. There's many... I, 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 the original series, as I've said before, is, is while it's great, is probably just because I enjoy other ones, my least favorite, which is saying something still of the Star Treks, and as much as I love many of the characters, the character that's closest to my heart is my boy Scotty. I just felt so sad for him that he had to be in hiding for 75 years. I know. Wasn't that sad? Okay. That's okay. All. So Landry leaves. Um, Sam is a little bummed that Landry wasn't like more impressed by her work. And Cam's like, well, in the future, just put anti-prior gun in like the top, like the first page. Just call it the <laughs> anti-prior gun initiative. Uh-huh. It works. And then, Yeah. Um, but Sam's also someone who's used to getting a good work, Sam, uh-huh. every single time. Yeah. And Landry's not the guy who does that. No. She, yeah. He's like, you're doing your job. So cool. Yeah. I'm not yelling at you. Therefore, you're doing great. So back yeah. on Takara, it's Garrick versus Braytek. Uh, in the middle yeah. of a full council meeting, Garrick is like, look how cool the priors are. And look Come on, how- can we... He's like, can we please drink the Kool-Aid? Please, uh-huh, can we drink I the Kool-Aid? I mixed it up for everyone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And and look, look, they came and tried to bring us all this cool shit, and then we met them with force, and of course, to them, attacking us was justified words. Was it, though? Was it, though? Braytek's like, uh, they're literally people going door-to-door with religious pamphlets as a cover for attempting to break into our houses and attacking us. Yeah, how about no? How about don't let them in? <laughs> like, thousands were killed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to which Garrick's response is, all the more reason we should respect their power. Mm. Mm. When did Garrick get this dumb? I have a hunch Garrick has been this dumb. That's fair. I have a hunch that Garrick is, like, one of those low intelligence, high charisma personalities. That's fair. I'll buy that. Yeah. We have <laughs> yeah. no one in the world like and, and that. Char- charisma only in... The- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone in real life. No real leaders in this world like this. It's fine. Everything's fine. This is everything. This is fine. This yep. is very normal. Yeah. 
Garrick Very. tries to like step up to Braytac, who's almost like shaking with fury, and he looks like, dude, <laughs> I wouldn't if I were you. Yeah. How about no? <laughs> uh, Garrick believes the Ori's intentions are pure. They just have to embrace them, and all of this good will like drop out of them as coins. It'll be fine. <laughs> We just shake them real hard uh-huh. and do exactly what they say. Uh-huh. It's going to be great for us. Kalel feels the tension in the room, because, yeah, and figures, uh-huh. we should recess. Who wants to go uh-huh. play on the swings? She's like, let me be the only person reading the fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone leaves until it's just Teal'c and Braytac. Uh, Garrick has proposed that the religion of the Ori be adopted by all Jaffa as law. And <laughs> Jaffa would have no choice but to accept Ori as their gods. And Tilk knows. Wait a minute, haven't we yeah. fucking been here before? I know, <laughs> I know. Like you just fought to get out of this. <laughs> Tilk knows that true belief cannot be legislated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's uh, fine. Yeah. Garrick is convinced that these are true gods that we've been, the Jafal have been looking for, and they've been searching for true enlightenment, and now this is perfectly timed and on a silver platter handed to him. And many Jafal. This is when they should just be able to just execute Garrick and be like, nope. (laughs) Bye. Yeah. And you're dumb now. Yeah, well, the, the problem is is that there's so many Jaffa thanks to, like, thanks to Teal'c's work and, and Braytek's work and the Tal'ri, so many Jaffa know that the Ancients aren't just going to hand them ascension. The Ancients, like, have made it difficult for a reason to gain that mm-hmm. enlightenment and to ascend. And here is an easy button. There's usually a reason why there isn't an easy button on things Yes. Because they're lies. Yes. And while the Ori aren't the answer... I'm not triggered. I'm fine. (laughs) Uh, But Garrick and many on the council see them as hope, and they're seriously considering this proposal. God. Yeah. Okay, let's move move to the next scene. at the SGC, (laughs) I love how Sam and her, like, Sam's like, yeah, we'll have it ready in a few days. And... Bill's like, I mean, did you also promise them cold fusion at the same time? Yeah. While you were She's at like, it? I mean, should we? We could. <laughs> and Bill starts going about the sound theory, if you'll excuse the pun, and just kind of rambles. And then is like, oh, you're just trying to impress everyone on your first thing back. And we saw Sam put headphones in. Yeah. Uh, I love how ancient her headphones look now. Like, they look like the. Like, when she got them, they were, like, top of the line. And now those are the ones that you can find at the gas station. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. They were wireless, though, weren't they? No, they weren't. They were wired. Oh, I thought they were wireless. They were wired. So here's my next question. Yeah. Sam, today. Yeah. AirPods or Beats? Uh, See, I don't know, because as much as I would like to say AirPods, I'm going to have to say Beats only because... I have never been able to use the Apple headphones. They've never stayed in my ear, any form of them. Here's my reason for Beats. Noise cancellation. Another reason for Beats. I mean, because yeah. I'm a fan of Beats. The other reason Beats is because the reason I like them is because they're wireless, but they still have the cord. And you know Sam works out all the time. 
Yeah. So they can hang there. They go around the ear and they stay in better while she's working out. Yeah. That's fair. So I say beets. Okay. Okay. Important thing. My other question is what was she listening to? Um, I almost bet that she's not listening to anything. <laughs> she's just white noise. She's wearing them so that people don't talk to her. And to her, because for her, it's not a problem to tune people out. This is true. And it's just like, this is a social cue for you to get. Because notice she looks over when he looks. And she's like, oh, I can't hear you. (laughs) They're not even on. They're just the way that I wear them, like in airports, where it's just the people who talk to me. Yeah, just don't talk to me. (laughs) I was going to see if I was going to think that maybe she was listening to. I mean, podcasts weren't super popular back then, but I can see her listening to TED Talks. She you know? or she would find there's like some like niche um, podcast about like cold fusion, particularly yeah. like some or it's some, just uh, like physics and motorcycle maintenance. <laughs> yeah, or just re- yeah, she's listening to stuff you should know. Like she's not a snob. Like she's open to learning from yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's listening to the stuff you should know podcast and just like I didn't know that about the fucking. <laughs> ancient burial techniques or whatever you know and just so she could go to daniel later and like did you know (laughs) yeah exactly yeah and he'll be like yeah i'm daniel (laughs) remember the week that i was obsessed with um with planes um yes with ghost planes yes like that's how sam works yeah she's like did you know about ghost planes (laughs) let's talk about them (laughs) let's talk about that Uh, So we then see Barnes in the isolation room and from the observation room above the isolation room, uh, (laughs) Carolyn explains to Landry that three hours ago he came in with fatigue and an hour later he couldn't stand. He has high fever, chest pains, respiratory distress. Sound familiar? Yep. It's COVID-19. I mean, the prior plague. Everything. I'm just going to start calling COVID-19 the prior plague. I mean, there was pr- it probably was started by a prior. We're probably yeah. under attack by the Ori. We have no fucking clue. We just have no idea. <laughs> we are going to be fine. Yep. Okay. And we're never going to bow down to the Ori, so we just have to deal with this on our own. Yeah. So, um, it's, so the prior plague that we saw on, I don't remember the name of the planet, but Vala's hideout gig... Yes. Uh, they need to find Mr. Not-So-Funny. Oh, Vala. Oh, Vala. Sorry. <laughs> they need to find Mr. Not-So-Funny Man and fast. Um, I'm guessing they already have the other members of the team there on base. Yeah. Accounted for. He's and then, the only one out in the wild. Yeah. A wild funny man appears. We cut <laughs> to General Hammonds. Yay. Give it a speech. Let's just take a minute. Let's take a minute uh, to enjoy... Some General Hammond, some powerful, yeah. strong, smart yes. leader who inspires confidence. Yeah. Let's just take a minute and soak it in. <laughs> I I okay. also love that I, I I did read, and it makes sense for the show, that this was actually supposed to be General uh Jumper. Um oh. who I think they I think that's one of the two that they've had before, like heads of the Air Force. 
Um, but he was unavailable doing real life Air Force shit. <laughs> and so at this point, Don was just oh, doing. Oh, you his... mean his job? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don was just like enjoying retirement in the mountains with his art and shit like this being awesome. And because Don's awesome, he was like, yeah, I'll come out down for a couple days and film with you. So. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, he's giving a speech in a hangar in front of what I believe is an F-16. Uh, he's not in uniform, which leads me to believe that finally Hammond got to retire to, to spend time with his grandkids. Thank goodness, because those kids are about to graduate high school and not give a fuck about their grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> and I can only imagine, like, it's this is just the end of a speech where he's talking about how awesome the men and women in uniform are around yeah. the world, etc. And we see Mr. It's Jokes just, a lot in the it's audience. It's just a hype speech, if it you is. will. It is. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jokes a lot's in the audience, and after this speech, we see Hammond shaking hands with everyone, and, like, slow-mo of our guy getting closer and closer to Hammond, dun, touching dun, dun, many dun, arms dun. and shoulders <laughs> as he gets up close, and then we see all the vehicles break in, like, freaking Secret Service SWAT. To get Hammond away, and people in hazmat suits come and take uh, Lieutenant Fisher, who is utterly confused and Uh troubled by being grabbed by people in hazmat suits. You know what I think of with the van scene is Monsters, Inc. (laughs) (laughs) When the monster comes out and he's got a sock on him, and I can't remember, I'm probably saying the number wrong, but he's like, 2319! And they all come out in hazmat suits, and he's like, I don't want to (laughs) die! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all. So at the SGC in a walk and talk, uh, Carolyn has cleared, like, Carolyn cleared these guys, uh, but I mean, you can't test for something that you don't know about. Like, this strain is clearly the prior plague, but it's just different enough, you know? We, we, don't, we don't have enough tests? We don't have enough tests. Okay. Okay. So, um, Cam runs up that they have Mr. Giggles, and everyone at the speech is quarantined. I'm just going to keep calling. I know it's Lieutenant <laughs> Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just going to continue. Sir laughs a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um... Everyone at the speech is now quarantined. And Barnes Ugh. thinks that uh, the, the Sir Jokes-a-Lot um, was actually the one who made contact with Pryor. And the two other team members are showing symptoms. They're quarantined. They have no clue who, you know, the Joker all made contact with before he left the base. <laughs> or how far it's already spread. Yikes. So they have... Uh, Mr. Funny Man in an isolation room while Cam and Carolyn talked to him through the glass. Mm-hmm. They had no idea their cover was blown. There's no way they could have known. And the prior came through morning prostration and, like, touched him on the head. You know, Which... I will give him this much. He he was laughy, jokesy, dumb things. Yeah. But for the most part, this guy's a good guy and oh, a good he soldier, is. and he just kind of fucked up. Yeah, he just said a dumb thing. <laughs> yeah, I've just like, given him oh, crap for it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to make it clear to people yes. that we don't hate him. We don't we hate him. We just like to laugh at him. And, I mean, of course he didn't put the fact that the prior touched him on his head in the report, because, like, who would think that that's... I went to morning prostration. He came around again with benedictions. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Uh, Carolyn guesses that he's just a carrier because if he got sick and died, the virus would not be able to spread. So, because you can be a carrier without having symptoms, (laughs) 
I don't like how real this episode feels. I'm very uncomfortable right now. It's so ridiculous. (laughs) And it gets worse, too. Um, Uh So Landry tells Carolyn um, and Cam in the hallway that two people from the speech have tested positive because they have tests already and are starting to get sick. Hammond is fine. Cool. Thank you. God. Oh, if anything happened to Hammond, riots in the streets. We're just going to burn the planet down. Yeah. I mean, what's the point? Just. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the CDC is helping to contain the situation uh, in the space between the SGC and wherever the fuck the speech was. Like that road. Mm -hmm. And the cover story is a new influenza strain. (laughs) The cover story is... The coronavirus. Uh, so Landry yeah. wants... A new coronavirus strain. <laughs> um, Landry wants Cam. In the- <laughs> this, the rest of this episode is just going to be me crying. Sad crying. La- sad, sad laugh crying. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay, so, okay. Landry wants Cam in the field. Carolyn reminds him that he has to stay in hazmat as he heads off. And mm-hmm. Carolyn explains that given the people on the base who are showing early symptoms, they might have to assume the worst case scenario, and that is airborne and persistent, and they have no idea how many people it would infect. And there is an unscheduled off-world activation to save Landry from that conversation. Yay! <laughs> so just as... Gosh. It's, it's just Teal'c, don't worry, at the gate. Uh, and yeah, he can't come home because of social distancing. And Social distancing, Teal'c. Teal catches Landry up on the council and how unfortunately it looks like they're all heading to accepting the book of origin into their hearts. Him and Braytech are thinking diplomacy alone is not enough anymore. They are Mm -hmm. going to head to Chulak and discuss uh, more vocal measures with others who feels they do. No matter what, there are Jafal who will resist the Ori. Good. As it should be. I mean, it may end up being a full civil war, mm-hmm. and we get an indeed. And trust me, at some point, I will go through and count up all the indeeds from the season. There's that I a don't lot. Have. I know. I have. To, <laughs> I will get them. Don't worry; they'll be counted. It's um, like they were saving. Like they only had so many indeeds in the series. Well, it's more of like and I haven't been updating our running count for half a season, but I will. But it does- no, but it truly does feel like there's a lot. Like, they were saving them all up, and they're like, oh, we've only got, like, two seasons left. We better just sprinkle them everywhere. I also just think they have slowly just realized it's more and more of a thing. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. It's his, did I do that, if yes. you will. <laughs> so Cam reports in from the gas station that they're tracking down all the people who used the same pump. Uh, Landry tells them that they've also called in the National Guard. He's talking with the governor. And it's looking they may have to close down the state. Yeah. Um, also, the weird. Attendant- I've never heard of anything like that. Also, the attendant here has it. Cool. Yay. In the lab, there is some heavy metal music. And I'm not going to say it's playing out of the speakers so much as it is existing out of the speaker's presence. <laughs> it's so loud. And it's one of those speakers where you can literally like see it moving. I'm just, I'm just don't, I'm don't mind me. I'm just losing my mind over here. <laughs> it's fine. It's um, fine. I, Sam comes in and turns it off, and I'm the way she comes in and turns it off. I'm assuming that the whole base could hear it. 
<laughs> yeah. He was that had to have been incredibly fucking loud and annoying. Yeah. And he's testing frequencies. He's he has great noise canceling technology because he hears none of it. Um, mm-hmm. And he explains that he's having a hard time finding a frequency that can target the isolated part of the brain. It's almost like, I mean, it's like trying to do something that's impossible. <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and we see Orlin's point of view. Well, we saw it earlier, but I forgot to see it, even though it's in my notes. Um, I love it because it's like, if we didn't know about Orlin, we'd be like, is Sam about to die? Yeah. Is this a horror movie? What is this weird ass shot? I think. Oh, this she is, gonna die next. This yeah. is one of those cases where I actually think it'd been really nice if they didn't put that into the previously on. Yeah, I agree where they just kind of surprised us with Orlin. Yeah. Because then we could feel as uncomfortable as Sam does. Yeah. Uh, and Sam looks up <laughs> at it. She kind of knows he's there feels his presence and they're both really tie tie she's like i always feel like somebody's watching Watching me (laughs) it's so much harder to sing with the delay i know i'm so sad about it (laughs) Uh, just imagine the first episode guys that were reunited this is going to be the all musical episode we're we're just going to be talking in sync we're just going (laughs) to The entire episode will be full stereo. Yeah, basically. So they're at a restaurant now. Many here are testing positive. Customers are unaccounted for, and you see a news crew through the window outside. It's too late to close the border because there's cases already in Utah, Kansas, New Mexico. It's spreading faster than they can move. All transportation hubs have been shut, but someone got out, and Landry's like, you need to track them. There's, like, some on a cruise ship just hanging out. Just hanging out. And we get a newscast behind Landry that explains citizens are panicking. And it's basically everything the anchor's saying you could find on local or national news for the past couple weeks. Yep. There's just spring breakers on beaches. God damn it. Everything's I will fine. tell a story on, on this because I, I mentioned it to Grace uh, because currently in Florida, uh, no place it, no place is allowed to do dine-in. Every place has to be delivery or to-go for the entire state. And so we went and picked up because we're like, we're going to order from, when we do order, from local businesses, not necessarily from chains, just to help them out. And... The small family-run Italian place we got our food from last night was serving one couple who was sitting at a table outside in the bed of their truck. And I couldn't Uh. decide if that was dumb or genius. It's, uh... I mean, they're away from people i know but it also was like that's kind of not the spirit of the situation but i was also like you are away from people i mean if everybody sits in their car to eat that's not a bad thing that's what i'm saying it was just one of those where i couldn't decide if i was like thumbs up or going scowl at them i couldn't yeah i couldn't decide i i think i would give them like way to be creative yeah um because I imagine, like, if there was a drive-in theater, that would be perfectly safe to go to. Yeah, it was just more of, 
I couldn't decide last night when I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's a weird one. So it's Bill, more just like that's not the rules. <laughs> I know. I I think it's because I'm such like I like to say that I'm chaotic good. I in person am not chaotic good. There's I <laughs> if there's a rule, I have a hard time not following the rule. Fair. So that's fair. So Bill's <laughs> at the end of his limit, and Sam wonders instead if. Instead of one frequency, it's like a combination of waves. Whoa. Uh, and and Bill just knows that sleep deprivation hurts brain activity, and he's going to go get some coffee. And after mm-hmm. after he's gone, and she's alone, Orlin's like, you're so close. And she's like, I know. Wait, I'm alone in this room. Who is Who goes there? Except a 12-year-old boy. Uh, it's Orlin. He had no choice who- but to come back in this form. Why? Why? I well, want to understand why. They do explain later. Uh, it's it's Orland's in the observation room. Probably some questions are being asked. Sam sure. explains Orland to Landry and Carolyn that uh-huh. he's totes an ancient who just descended to take human form as a 12-year-old boy. And he's going to give us... He already gave us the key to finishing the anti-prior technology. Not a gun, Landry, <laughs> but close. And then, yes, Sam has to clarify the whole previous relationship that Orland at that time was like a grown, attractive man. Yeah, he was not a 12-year-old boy. (laughs) Apparently had to take younger forms since kids' brains are all putty-like and shit. And so since there's so much info that has to be crammed into the brain uh, that he needed the putty brain... Also, Sean Patrick Flannery wasn't available. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, and in the end, he is going to lose most, if not all, of the knowledge from his ascended form. And we should really tap into that knowledge keg before it runs dry. Somebody needs to, yeah, somebody needs to back up that hard drive. Yeah. Real quick. Real quick. Like, put it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> And and weirdly in this scene, there's one camera shot specifically that has like the echo you would have if you're talking in a concrete room, but none of the other shots do. And it was something I noticed. <laughs> they 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 tried it and they're like, "Man, I can't yeah. tell the difference. Yeah. It's fine." Um. So they hear Orlin out, and he gets to get upgraded to the briefing room. And Daniel starts asking, like, aren't there giant cosmic rules? Like, I had to follow cosmic rules when I was ascended. It seems like you're not following the rules that I had to follow as a lawful good character. Yeah, that's not fair because I want to do the things you're doing and I don't get to, basically. And Orlin's like, I'm not really sure why they let me do this. I have a hunch that it was like, we're going to look the other direction because these people are fucking up the universe and we should probably, like, warn them. Mm-hmm. But we're not mm-hmm. interfering. But we're just going to yeah. turn our backs. We're just going to pretend we didn't see any of this. Uh, because what you think you know the Ori, you do not know everything about the Ori. It's only the beginning. And Yikes. this poor kid actor has to lay down the lore dump of lore dumps right now. Um. Yeah, let's talk about how unfair <laughs> this is for this poor child actor. I know. Jeez. Uh, once upon a time, the Ori and the Alterans were one society, and they were on their way to ascension. And eventually, the Ori grew more religious, as in a "Hey, we're powerful; other people should worship us" type of way. Mm-hmm. And the Alterans were like, "Yeah, no, 
No. <laughs> no. Let's not do that. Uh, we're going to stick with not that. Mm-hmm. And instead of a civil war, the Alterans packed up all the shit, put it in a backpack, and found a new home because <laughs> the galaxy's real big. They took their shit. They yeah. got their shit together. They put, put it, it in, in a backpack. backpack and went to a different world. <laughs> they were like, it's, we're just, we're going to get out of this entire galaxy. We're going to go to another galaxy. <laughs> Uh, and both sides eventually ascended, and the Ori passed their religion, air quotation marks, to uh-huh. the next evolution of humans that they created. Uh, everything they promise, everything Origin followers devote their whole lives to, big fat fucking lie. <laughs> uh, because if they allowed these people to ascend, they would have to share power. Yeah. And they don't want to share power. We actually don't want that at all. We just want you guys to do what we tell you to do. The way they get that power is to sap it from their worshippers. Huh. That's another brand new one. It's a complicated process. And the amount of power you get from a person is so small and minuscule that you actually need massive amounts of worshippers relinquishing (laughs) their will to you to get any juice from the human juicer. Well, yeah, because you're, you're, you know, you're juicing a bunch of ants as far as they're concerned. Exactly. Uh, it's the most meaningless kind of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and no one goes and tries to achieve enlightenment, those worshippers of the Ori, because, like, silver platter, it's in front of you. Why go and try to do work to get the thing when someone's just going to hand it to you? Exactly. When you just distract the humans... With the TV and the entertainment and the lifestyle, we with, don't mind getting our freedom. With podcasts and with... <laughs> Everything is fine. And the, the priors are just pawns. Like, Orland's pretty sure the priors have no clue what the fuck's actually going on. Like, they think they're speaking truth. That actually makes me feel a little bit sad for the priors, but not. Like, Yeah. I mean, they're still complicit in all the horribleness. In fact, I think it's almost worse because they're yeah. still like, oh, no, you should totally die if you don't believe this. Yeah. It's almost like it's kind of funny because it's like, haha, you don't get anything either. <laughs> and and honestly, before he left, Orlin got the idea that even if the ancients wanted to stop the Ori, they're not 100% sure they would succeed. Hmm. Because, again, they're getting all that people juice power. Yeah. Uh, they're getting all that soylent green. Yeah. They're pretty fucking powerful right now. And they're about to be more so. And they're Garrick's coming office... for the Jaffa. Yep. In Garrick's office on Takara, the prior gives him a thumbs up for his work. Um, but there's that group that still doesn't believe. You know that group that's beating on Chulak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Garrick proves he's not the worst yet when he admits <laughs> that he you can't just force people to believe. Yeah. And and he does believe that eventually these people will come to origin on their own. You almost have hope for Garrick in this moment. And and the prior is like, yeah, no, you should just go to Chulak and wipe him off the face of the planet. Because uh, if you don't walk the path of Yorai, you die. <laughs> That's, that's the gig. That's just the rules, man. I don't make them. I just make them. Yeah. 
Okay, bye. So looking down at the number of sick on base, Orlin, he's like, well, I can't just snap my fingers and cure like I could have done yesterday. <laughs> Can, at wh- wh- why, before he descended, could he have not just gone, oh, first cure everyone, now I'll descend and help you with the priors. His love for Sam <laughs> is so much more important than anything else in existence. But, like, what would have stopped his love for Sam? In fact, probably would be saving Sam and making sure she doesn't get the prior plague. No, no, no. Not as important as just seeing her as a 12-year-old boy. Like, you can still be a 12-year-old. We're just saying, even if the ancients don't want you to, what are they going to do? Descend you? Basically what you're already working on. Uh, so that's my, times. my giant plot hole I've discovered with this episode. Yeah. Um... It's, it's, uh, I, you know, obviously I don't know how this resolves, but the whole 12 year old Oren thing is just fucking weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and, uh, and, and apparently he can help make a cure with earth technology. Again, you could have fucking made a cure before you descended too. Um, ah, it is yeah. harder than building a Stargate in Sam's basement with the toaster. Maybe here's here's an idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know how in Dungeons and Dragons, when a druid takes a beast shape, all yeah. of their magic and everything comes with them. Yes, into their beast shape, but they can't yeah. use it. Yeah, maybe when he goes into human form, he yeah. can't bring the vaccine. But he wouldn't. So he would have to... had the power. You don't need a vaccine. You don't need a vaccine if you had snapped your fingers and cured the whole planet before you descended. That's true. Just a mass cure wounds and then turn into beast shape? Uh-huh. That's true, yeah. Because you can't cast in beast form. Dude. But you, you could cast first and then use your bonus action listen, to go. here's my thing. Here's my thing. If you are ascended, you're essentially a level 20 whatever the fuck you are. Just yeah, cast yeah, yeah. wish. Just wish. Yeah. Just cast wish. <laughs> But yeah, it's just this idea that you can't cast in beast shape, and for him, human is a beast shape. But you wouldn't but it's need like, to if you did it beforehand. I know, I'm agreeing with you. Like, if he had just done the spell yeah. first, yeah. and then converted. Yeah. Good times. So, We're Garrick- not losing our minds at all. We just compared... Okay, okay, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Oh, guys. Like, we don't compare Stargate to Dungeons and Dragons on every single episode. If you're still listening, (laughs) we love you. You're the best. You're amazing. Guys, we're going to make it through together. So, Garrick hands his, like, lackey some paperwork, and the lackey turns back, and he's like, So, I've been reading the Book of Origin, and, like, there's some great, like, fables and, like, parables and, like, some stories and, like, don't our traditions that we've had for, like, thousands of years, aren't those as worthy or maybe just spitballing more worthy uh, than the book? Do you really want us to just abandon everything that we are? And Garrick actually believes that if you look real close between the lines... Then everything they want to be 
is in the book, look to the future, not the past. Hmm, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so in the hazmat lab, Orlin uh, knows what he has to make, but uh-huh. there's he can't do it with this pathetic, lousy, stone age technology that we have here on Earth. <laughs> You know what, Orlin? Eat a dick. <laughs> Why you gotta be so mean? Yeah, I mean, he says it in, like, a 12-year-old kid nice way. Sure, sure. And it's Sam asks for a timeline, and in the line that I definitely want to use in real life someday, says that time from your perspective is not something that I'm all that used to dealing with. <laughs> I like that. 100% want to use that line in the future. I hope you do. And the one thing that Sam can do is keep him company. Also, Sam's fucking one of the most brilliant li- li- like minds on the planet. Maybe she can help you with research or something. Yeah, believe it or not, she may be able to help you. <laughs> so in the control room, we see a reporter saying that hospitals are struggling to cope because they're being overwhelmed. Because people are not social distancing. And Cam calls for an update. Sam Cam has his hazmat suit off. He's given up at this point. Uh, one of the people <laughs> from the gas station got on the plane before the quarantine. And the flight went to Denver with connections to Chicago and New York. Yay. They've lost control of the situation. Uh, it's fine. Everything's fine. I guarantee you there's like a wiki page now with the influenza outbreak of 2005. People are watching the numbers go up. Oh, yeah. So Orlin and Sam John. get some... Orlin and Sam get some lunch. Orlin is annoyed at having to wear the hazmat suit. And he can't get around his all like, the whole human fr- fragility that he has now. Yeah. And he's also not that used to human senses, but this food doesn't smell good. Sam's like, that's because it's shit food. Let's Except take for the a minute. Jello. Except for the Let's take jello. a minute and, and discuss this giant pieces of bread used to make this sandwich. <laughs> With like, and like a line of filling. <laughs> Just a line of filling. They're having no. to ration. Yeah, the fillings. Uh-huh, the just pl- the filling. <laughs> I've never seen like a more disproportionate was it like a peanut butter and jelly? I think. It's like a pu it's not even a full peanut butter and jelly. It's just... It's a pot and leaf. It's a pummy yeah. sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Um but no wonder it doesn't taste good. It no. probably and the bread is probably like the cheap bread that smells like yeasty. Yeah. No wonder he's unhappy. Uh, and Sam realizes that this is a one-way trip this time, and he's not going to be able to ascend again. And This is not good. Orlin is like, look, I'm real sorry for this whole, like, 12-year-old boy form, because that's probably weird for you. Uh, it's not weird for me, because I don't understand human interactions in the same way. Uh, uh-huh. His main... He does... Re- He's like, he gets it, but he doesn't care about it as much. He's like, <laughs> I understand human social conventions preclude us from showing affection in the way that I would like to. And Sam chokes on her food a little bit. She, she's like, no, 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 don't, don't want to talk. Can we avoid the situation? <laughs> Besides the fact that I'm seeing someone else and uh, he's not I 12. I don't want to. <laughs> 
When someone asks me why I like fiance Jesse, I'm going to say it's because he's not 12. <laughs> it's like the number one bullet. <laughs> well, he's not 12. He's highly intelligent. He's got a great beard. <laughs> also not 12. He's uh, kind, but he's most importantly, he's not 12. <laughs> um, and he admits that he knew he had to take this age for the brains of it all, but it was really hard because he knew that he that the feelings he would have as soon as he saw Sam. Oh, no. And then his brain glitches and he starts talking about his senses and the bad food again. And he passes it off about not being able to tell which of his thoughts he says in his head and out loud. And I'm like, I don't have the same issues as you. And I sometimes don't realize what thoughts are in my brain and what thoughts are said out loud. Um, And he's like, did I say I still love you? And Sam's like, let's not. Let's not. Let's. Let's Let's never talk about that. Let's never, ever talk about that. Ever. Ever. How about that disgusting food? You want some blue jello? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, Landry and Daniel update each other. There are 5,000 confirmed cases, mostly in Colorado, a few dozens in different other cities. And in the Mm -hmm. new monitoring room with the big map, I'm going to call it the map room. I feel for that one. I feel for that one so hard. The updating Nixie, the guy who just sits there and his entire job all day okay. is to update numbers on maps. And Nixie can tell you that that's basically my job right now. <laughs> yes. Not fun. Okay. Uh, and, and Carolyn joins them. Uh, the president is prepping an address. It is spreading fast. Uh, so far, only eight have died. Five were SGC peeps. Um, but this thing is designed to avoid detection and... It has a long incubation period, and that number is going to go up very soon. Yay. <clears throat> in Landry's office, it's the whole team minus Teal'c, uh, and Sam announces her and Bill have completed their anti-prior prototype. Mm-hmm. And they have a good reason and timing to test it, field test it. Orlin has achieved a dead end on the cure but he can move forward if he gets a blood sample from the prior who infected Mr. Jokes. Oh, is that all you need? Yeah, just sure. a blood sample. Can we just um, capture a prior? No big, no big. He thinks that the DNA, like the prior's DNA, was used as a basis for the virus. And even with it mutating, he can reverse engineer, like, the strain. Sure. And conveniently, <laughs> it's the same prior that was visiting the Sodan. And apparently he's due back there tomorrow. And Cam's pretty positive the Sodan didn't blow SG-6 cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently there's some connection between the Sodan planet and then the prior plague planet for convenience sake. For reasons. Plot reasons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool. And on, on top of trying to use his DNA for the cure, Orlin also thinks that they could maybe like enlighten the prior to the full truth on the Ori. Mm-hmm. At least a smidge. Like a mm. little bit. Like make him yeah. blink. Yeah. Like can you see the anything? doubt? Yeah. <laughs> They're not gonna know till they try. All of this is so terrible. Okay. In the lab cam wants a little tutorial lesson on the new toy and Bill mostly is just hasn't slept 
and is really hoping that one day he'll do something that will give him a little respect around this place. And without thinking, Daniel's like, yeah, we're all waiting for that day, Bill. Damn! Oh, mean. Mean. Cut to the core, Daniel. Jeez. Oh! <laughs> Man, Daniel's reading some shade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So Sam, ignoring that, answering Cam's question, is like, you just, um, you just turn it on. It's how you work it. Just flip the switch. Yeah, the end. Bye. It's an, <laughs> it's an AOE device that <laughs> is just ultrasonic field. It's just suppressed superhuman parts of the prior's brain. She's like, look, we know who we're dealing with. Yeah. You. Yeah. We made it real easy for button. you to just push the button. Press on? Press off. The end. Bye. I mean, we could put a clap, uh, clapper in there if you want. You want us to clap it on? <laughs> and then Daniel checks Bill's cup for, what, booze? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Daniel is, like, not a fan of his. Just not at all. Uh, Maybe, you know what I think? Daniel has a friend that he wants hired for his, for Bill's job. <laughs> And so he's just, like, trying to make him look bad every chance he gets. I I don't know. There is a part of me that sees Daniel as one like me who has a very, very small social circle. <laughs> well, right. So because it's so small, like there's the one guy that's the, not the, on the team yet. Yeah, the one guy who doesn't work at the SGC. He's like, I can't tell you what I do. I need to get you a job at the SGC that I can tell you what I do. And then all my people will be right here. Yeah, I just need everybody in one place. It'll make life easier. Uh, and Sam also assumes that the prior staffs are also mentally activated. And so hopefully that should, you know, maybe turn the staffs off. And Cam's like, can we also assume I can fly? Like, assumptions everywhere. Bill actually yeah. has been working on a theory for flying as he pushes his glasses up. Let's also assume that I'm Cal L. Yeah. Because we broke the code. Yeah. Uh, Cam okay. and Sam just continue on. Again, ignoring Bill. Uh, you know, knew this would be risky, but this is starting to sound damn right crazy. Don't get him wrong. <laughs> Cam likes crazy. That's why he took the job. Sure. Cam are crazy. That's why they both start with C. Yeah. <laughs> He is also a cookie. Yes. Because that starts with C. Uh-huh. That's his favorite food. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, coffee and cookies is his, his favorites. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so on Chulak, well, above Chulak, there's a talk. And then on Chulak, there's a meeting. Um, they decided... Chulak adjacent, if you will. Yes. Uh, they're <laughs> even the best odds. They're going to be outnumbered six to one. Braytac is going, I really hope we won't get to the part where we're shooting at each other. Uh, and Teal'c admits that the council's lost. There's no good barking up that tree anymore. So our only hope is to win the hearts and minds of their brothers and sisters. Let's hope. And that's when Garrick arrives unarmed. Braytek has to hold Teal'c back from basically just killing him. <laughs> and he, he, Garrick begs them to cease this madness. I have a ship in orbit. Please don't make me do this. And Praytek is stunned. He's like, you would fucking murder your brothers and sisters. Like, innocent children. You would murder Jaffa. Who are just wanting to live free. Yeah. It's, um... 
It's dark times. And and Garrick's like, I warned you, and then leaves. I warned you that I am a giant piece of shit. You guys mm-hmm. all knew this going into it. I'm a bad guy. The end. Bye. In the science lab, Orlin's at a computer when Sam's comes in. He's trying to do some work, get pre-work done before they get the prior DNA. And he, the problem is that the work he's doing right now, uh, he finished hours ago. Yeah, his brain is turning into Swiss cheese here, right? This is yeah. the Swiss cheese brain part? Yeah. Okay. And uh, this is more than just being tired. And he really, Sam really wants him to go see Carolyn. He's like, Carolyn has her hands full. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, but in this case, you kind of take priority over yeah. the others. Because you may have the cure for this. <laughs> and around... In the orbit around Chulak, Garrick is... You can... I love the depth that Lou Gossett Jr. plays, gives to some of these, because the whole story that plays across Garrick's face just in this one scene... Yeah, you can tell that he's struggling with this. Yes. At some point, he just jumps yeah. into crazy town. But yeah, he's he's struggling. And in this, and even in the scene after this, where he's pleading with the prior and explaining his rationale, he's like, mm-hmm. "This feels wrong." I, yeah. And you can also tell that Garrick actually does have faith in the Jaffa now. Faith that they're going to join the path yeah, of origin. He's, he's misled, but yes. he has faith in his people. Yes. Uh, and it turns out he didn't, you know, massacre innocent people. Yeah. Because uh, he gets a lecture from the prior Jeez. in his room back on Takara. I'm, I mean, thank God for small favors or the gods or yeah. the, I don't know. I don't know who the hell we're thinking. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Garrick believes that they will come to origin on their own. Um, and he he's like, look, you can't. I know that Jaffa, you can't win the hearts of Jaffa by spilling blood of innocence. Yeah. And the prior goes on about how we, you and I, are merely mortals. And we can't question those who have an understanding of the universe. And a few must give, uh, you know, their lives for all Mm -hmm. to know enlightenment. Garrick's like, look, forgive me. I'm sorry I didn't kill a bunch of innocent people. And the prior's like, yeah, I'm not the one you should ask. Um, But the prior does have an idea. He'll show Garrick their true power. And he casts... I mean, it's not really plane shift, because technically it's just their minds that go. Um, But he brings... Mind shift. Mind shift. (laughs) He brings them to the plains of Celestis, the city of the gods, where Vala and Daniel were brought to, and -hmm. then brings them to the room with the balcony of the Firefall and the Dosai. And Cam and Daniel are with another team, SG team, on the Sodom planet. Uh, Daniel's on high alert. Cam's like chillaxed yeah and then the Sodan just uncloak and start beating the shit out of everyone ta-da everything's fine everyone's pretty quickly overpowered except for cam who puts his training into motion and takes the staff and starts sparring until he's finally has a weapon to his throat as well mm-hmm. daniel's like we're still fine he was like everything's yeah good we're pretty we're sure good. <laughs> And the infirmary, Orlin has snuggled up sleeping while Carolyn and Sam look at his Swiss cheese brain. Um, yeah. 
They're able to use the ascendometer from last episode to measure his synaptic <laughs> interactions, and it's really active, but pockets of cells are just shutting down. Yeah, it's time to transfer the data off that drive, y'all. Yeah. It's really important now. And it's not slowing down from having too much information crammed in there as much as the cells are dying this way. Uh, and it's outside of her experience, but consciously or not, he's trying to hold on to as much information as he can. And the act of trying to hold on to it is actually causing more brain damage and causing things to slip away faster. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, what would your brain do at that point? Like, what how, what would make this better? I, I don't yeah. know if it's better to just stop trying to remember. But, but then... I mean, that's like, that's like playing the game. Like, how do you stop trying to hold on to information that you're actively trying to hold on to? Like, hold on to it by not holding on to it. Yeah. <laughs> I just broke Grace's brain. I'm broken. <laughs> You're gonna be real smart though, because if oh, your brain's yeah. broken and you can't hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the map room, we were here. We have a new outbreak in Florida. <laughs> Again, I feel for these guys with the map. And Walter hands Landry a communique from the White House, and Landry mm-hmm. announces to the room. They have over 8,000, which in comparison to currently, yeah. in 13 states, and at 0800 this morning, the president has ordered all borders to the U.S. closed. So, it's a, if anything, it's like this weird little silver lining, like, well, COVID-19 is not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, could be worse. The, the country is entirely under quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. And on to- it's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> then on Takara, <laughs> Teal'c is is yelling in in his speech mode. You know that yelly speech he does? Oh, the yeah, yeah, forceful yeah. booming. Um, yeah, he's stalling because... That he's really good at. He's really good at it. He's trying to stall. <laughs> he's, he's trying to... Uh, oh, crap. I just blanked on what the name in the Senate when you just keep talking filibuster he's filibuster yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> teal'c is filibustering this uh stalling because they can't vote until everyone has been heard from sure and yeah garrick's right hand man is like i mean we can't we can't not get saved from the ori just because we can't decide on something i mean that's a poor excuse to not get saved and that's when garrick enters the doors open on their own and we see that garrick is a, a prior. That's great news for everyone. Uh-huh. Right? No. It's the <laughs> destiny of all Jaffa to follow origin. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. That's bad. Uh-huh. It's not good. No. Sorry, we're you're you're <laughs> we're starting to lag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. We're going good. We're going. We're going. We're, make going. It. we're almost, we're almost done. there, guys. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, and then we fade out. Ah, <sighs> uh... basically, <laughs> basically. Um. So here's the silver lining. Yeah. Our our plague, if you will. Yeah. Does not one hundred percent cause death. Exactly. 
It's not a hundred percent fatal. In fact, no. it's rarely. It's it's very low fatality rate. Yeah. Um. And uh, and it's not as contagious as this other one is. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing that we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know how many days it's been because they were getting the anti prior nut gun ready in a matter of days. So. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it's a week that's passed from patient zero to we have 8,000 in the country and closing the border, or if it's been, like, two days. Yeah. But even so, even if it were two weeks, that's faster than the spread of what we're seeing. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, we don't know if this has been, like, hey, we now have 8,000 across the country in three days. Right, right, right. Um, But, um... Real hey, man, topical at least, episode. At least we're not under alien attack that we know of. That we know of. I'm um, still saying that this is our real life is from the Ori, because uh, I'm ex- fuck the Ori. Yeah, I'm excited to see um, what happens. Oh, I'm not recording anymore. What's going on? Okay, I'm gonna. It's fine. Okay. We'll see what we'll see what it's doing. Okay. It's just mad now. Okay. Um This will be interesting to look back on a year from now. Yes, it will be 100%. Okay. Let's let's get out of here. Yeah. Hopefully this thing picks up again. I'm going to let you get do our outro because I Okay. Don't I'm going to do the outro just in case Grace is not recording cuz this is the type of world we live in now. Uh find us on uh I don't do the whole thing myself. Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Yeah, find us at Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us at Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Email us at Email There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Terra. We have some things in mind for patrons during this time of insanity that we're still working on. And hopefully this will be better next week in terms of our recording, also the world situation, but mainly our recording situation. And we love you guys. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, (laughs) Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Don't go crazy.